Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Every Week is Chaos. This is episode number 11. I know we finally made it. We're making it so much further than any other podcast we've done before. We're uh, so back. We're so back. We're back like we never left. As we're, we're as, a, as every week, we're always more back than we ever we're, left. We're in a know. consistent state of being back. We're in a we're in a constant state of being back. Uh, but as always, it's me, David. Glad to be with you all. And then I'm joined by my good friend, Lorenzo. Lorenzo, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I just had some gas station tacos. That's the shit. Okay. Uh, ordered Tell me about my... gas station tacos. What's what's the deal with gas station tacos? Because I've heard like in the Midwest, we're warned against like the roller dogs that are in the gas stations. But is it the same oh thing? Oh my god! Every like... every time I see those, I get I know what you're talking about. Every yeah, time like I see those that are just like spinning on the, the metal thing. Every time I see them, I'm just like, oh my god, I want them. This smell. The, the hot smell. dogs? No, you just want the hot dogs. Not the hot dogs, you know, like the weird little fried egg roll looking things as well. They always have like little, they'll have the hot dogs always have other like, I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, I, I've seen those. I don't see them every time, but I don't know that how much I'm going to trust those. I got very tempted by gas station food at the Choctaw Reservation gas station near the <laughs> casino. What's the difference between gas station food and, uh, I'm not going to finish that. The reservation, well, the guy is serving my food and going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Shit, dude. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no difference except tell me get... about your gas station tacos, my guy. Are you gonna be sitting on the toilet for no? Like, it was good. Hours? I just got I just got steak tacos. Um, but like every uh, there uh, right next to gas stations, a lot of gas stations in like my area of Austin. Next to a lot of them, you'll find little like taco stands. Okay. Oh, and so it's like a get. So it's kind of like a food truck thing next to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's great. It's great. I love it. I'm a big fan. I would trust that. I I like to get cheese curds from those that are like by the gas stations near my house. Like like my home back in Minnesota. I've never had a a cheese curd. You've never had a cheese curd? No. Buddy. You know what I learned they have in Florida? What? They have Culver's in Florida. They have Culver's in Austin too. And I'm always like, I I, I want to get some Culver's. You should get some Culver's. And I'm I'm just surprised. I didn't think it made it like south of Wisconsin, to be honest. Oh yeah, south of Wisconsin. Well, yeah, yeah. there Wisconsin. Well, I mean, I guess Iowa, but I didn't think it went like further south than Iowa, Wisconsin, maybe <laughs> northern Illinois. Have you ever listened to uh, fake or like people that aren't from the Midwest trying to do a midwestern accent and they get it completely wrong? They're like Wisconsin. I'm like no, 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 no. Wisconsin. I mean, it's like Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, there, bud. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. I'm Wisconsining. Oh, don't you know? I'm Wisconsining. <laughs> I'm Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wisconsin's actually a beautiful state. I want to like, go. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, I could go up to. Milwaukee is apparently really beautiful. So the girlfriend wants to go up to see because she's a Packers fan and she wants to go see a. Uh, She's a Packers fan and in Texas. Yeah, family Ow. friends. Family friends got her. Actually, no. It oh, so her. it's kind of like me and TCU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so she's like, I want to go up and see a game in Lambeau Field. I'm like, yeah, preferably one in the fall when you get to see. The colors are gorgeous. Oh, Never the colors are gorgeous. There, oh, buddy. yeah, the colors oh, yeah. are so good. Have you, you know, nothing beats a, nobody beats the call, fall colors quite like a tater tot high dish, you know, while you're oh, watching. Oh, yeah. In the northern lights are going off in a distance there, bud. 
You gotta go ice fishing. You guys get, get the northern lights. You guys huh? get the northern lights. Yeah. Wow, you guys are fucking far up north. <laughs> it's not that far. Remember, like Florida is still okay. Yeah, we're 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 kind of far north, but um, like the equator does not run through like Mexico or anything. The equator is way further south than <laughs> the, where I am currently, so I'm not even by the equator. The, the equator is the t- Texas Mexico border. Everything south <laughs> there, <laughs> America's north of the equator. Yeah, I mean, I I endorse this this new analysis, but um. No, but if if you ever go to Wisconsin, uh, just just let me know. I'll be happy to go to a, a Packers game with you because I have no, I have no qualms going to a Packers game because I'm not a big Vikings fan, so I don't have the vendetta. Well, uh, rest in peace to the Vikings season, Kirk Cousins uh, on IR. Uh, he had an Achilles tear. Kirk Cousins Ooh. had an Achilles tear. He was my main fantasy quarterback. He was your main fantasy quarterback, but he didn't yeah. win like. Almost any games, right? No, but he got great points because they nearly won most of those. <laughs> uh, I feel like that makes it even that, that makes it even worse. Like Vikings fan, like the the joke with Vikings fans is that they can do well in the regular season, but as soon as they get to anything important, like you say, like the like a playoff game or a wild card game, it fails. It just goes off the off the edge. Like they whiff it at the last absolute yeah, they're, minute. Yeah, they're just not. Like that's a joke. And so something about that just seems like even more ironic that you're in the regular season and you think you're going to win a game because you're this close and then they just like, they well, drop speaking it. Speaking of cold times, uh, let's bring this one out in the beginning because I think it's a really important topic. Not the news yet, but what time is it appropriate to play Christmas music? I think after Halloween. You're a fucking monster, dude. It's after Thanksgiving. You play it before Thanksgiving? Yeah. I mean, what? I don't like actively go out of my way, but I'm not gonna have like any qualms with people. I mean, my roommate wanted to bring a Christmas tree in here, like at the beginning of October. That's how dedicated his family is to. That's a little. That's a little. Uh... That's a bit much. And see, I don't have any qualms with Christmas music as long as it's not. Uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas because that's just annoying. Or, you know, all, I'm not gonna say the name because otherwise. Uh, I'm not going to say the name because it's kind of like, you know, like the Voldemort thing where you don't say the name. Otherwise, it will appear. Which one? Though? I don't want a lot for Christmas. You there are not a choir boy. Thing I need. <laughs> that one? Yeah, that one. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but no, I'm okay. so happy I'm not working retail during the Christmas season. Um, so the best part of working at Music and Arts is that I get to control the playlists. So we're doing Christmas music all December, but it is only Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra. We are going old school. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my mom find like an oldies Christmas thing. Okay. You know, you know, you know, a Christmas song kind of goes hard though. It's like Malikalikimaka is the thing. I'm I'm a big Feliz Navidad enjoyer. I, I love Felice Navidad. It's great. It's great you came down to Florida. You're going to hear that all the time. <laughs> Give me one second. I'm going to pull something up. There was a song that, uh, yeah, there we go, YouTube. You know what's up. Um, but, like, it's this great little song that I was introduced to through Instagram, and I absolutely love. Oh, this is the one that's seen in my lawn. Illegals yeah, in my yard. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Can you can, Tell me if you can hear this. Oh, if I, I can actually... What the, what the fuck? 
Do I need to disable ad blockers? Wow. Allow ads on this channel. Okay. Right now at Wawa Sitoba. Boo. I don't care, Wawa. Go away. I can I can hear it, so don't worry. You're good at that. Okay, cool. I hate Wawa. It's Why? Not quick trip. That's it's not so, quick trip. You're so real for that. Dude, ancient Mesopotamia song. Let's go. Illegals in my yard. I love Illegals the Spanish subtitles. <laughs> Illegals in my yard. I like that. It's just, some I like pesos how it's and they work so solace. hard. Dude, this song Illegals is in my yard. years old. Oh my god. Illegals in my yard. <laughs> Illegals in my yard. I don't even ask if they got green card. <laughs> They're gonna pave up my driveway this Christmas. They're gonna clean all my cars this Christmas. They're gonna shovel all the snow this Christmas. Those illegals in my yard. They're gonna dig me a pool this Christmas. They're gonna landscape my lawn this Christmas. They're gonna cook me up some tacos this Christmas. Those illegals in my yard. Illegals in my yard. Illegals in my yard. Illegals in my yard, 16 arrive in a stolen car. <laughs> Illegals in my yard. Illegals in my yard. Illegals in my yard. When they're not working, they sit at the bar. I love that song. But dude, there's like still a minute and 20 seconds of this, but I'm not gonna, this is terrible podcasting. Illegales in mi patio. I also ancient Mesopotamia song by Mr. Nikki, one of the best. Dude, that's a songs, banger. Right, dude. Acadians long ago. Go, the consumer dude, took control with his chair. By the <laughs> Euphrates River. Dude, and it's like the, the man the man did it well. So incredibly well. Seven years ago. Holy shit. Yeah. You ever look like, at something and you're like, wow, this is really old. <laughs> yeah, like I'll go and look at like go to the top comment. Go to the top comment. <laughs> We've been our family at 20 with this one. <laughs> there's there's a few there's a few like all-time great internet songs. Uh this is one of them. Uh Ram Ranch is another great one. You know Ram Ranch, right? No, actually I don't. Look up Ram Ranch. Okay, you're gonna have to tell me which one is the right one. Ranch Grant McDonald. Scroll down. This? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love uh, that's another one we'll have to pull up. Sorry. 18 naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. Big the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> you didn't even get to the best parts. <laughs> What the fuck is this? It's art. It's art, David. It's art. This is art? Okay, I'm turning this down a little bit. I don't want to go further. <laughs> Ram Ranch really rocks. <laughs> oh, all right, we can, this is terrible podcast content. We need oh, to get this on. is, and I'm not sure... Ugh. Good. Oh, rapping for Jesus—that's another great one. Oh, rapping for Jesus—that's a 
we can't I, play that one on the show. I like how the the bio is. I helped my pastor make this music video when I was in high school. Thought you guys might get a kick out of it. <laughs> and you know that guy sound. He's like, oh, I thought I made that for my pastor in high school. Yeah. Oh yeah, there, but I made that oh, for yeah. my pastor. Hello, hey, Mister Taliban. Hey, Mister Taliban. So is this supposed to be like the daylight day? Oh, day. Oh. Is that what this is supposed to be? I, I, thought, I thought it was going to be like, hey there, Delio. Like, hey, Mr. Taliban. Should we find what out? Like in Kabul City. <laughs> do, do you want to find out? Uh, later. <laughs> later. This is okay. We'll, this, we'll is terrible. This, is, this is terrible podcast. Oh, this content. is absolutely garbage content. But regardless. All right. So I don't have any qualms with, with Christmas music. Like I, I love a I lot don't. of Christmas. Like the old school stuff? Hell yeah. Michael Bublé? No. Uh, Mariah Carey. Michael Bublé can be terrible. I mean, he's Mariah's got a he's, he's, he's got a he's got a bitch and set of pipes. I just don't really want to hear him when I could hear Frank Sinatra do it better. Okay, let's look. I'm gonna look up a, a list of classic, classic. Speaking of Frank Sinatra songs, uh, here's I had a little theory about you know my way the Frank Sinatra song. Yeah, I have a feeling that he was commissioned by several members of the mob because he he like he got all his money through the mob. That's how he you know, the mob basically. Or Frank Sinatra, but I feel like one of them was like, "I need a really good song for when I go to jail." And as they're walking him in cuffs, and what is a man? What has he got? It's like, I mean, that's an inter- it's an interesting theory. I'm singing. <laughs> okay, bud. I'm trying to look up. I want to. Oh, so now the internet's not going to load. Okay, well, load. I don't care. Anyways, but yeah, I mean. I, I like Christmas music. I have no qualms with it after Halloween because Thanksgiving does not have any good songs. Uh, yeah, but like, but you need a little bit of time to. I think like the whole thing when you already see people putting up Christmas stuff like right after Halloween. I'm like, no, 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 no. Wait until like the week after Thanksgiving, you can do all that stuff. I personally think December first. It was cute seeing some people that I saw some people that were saying, "Oh, the first snowfall," and I was like, "Bitch, our first snowfall can happen October twentieth." Like, this, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my brother. That's his birthday. Oh yeah, it's it's like it's you're a Minnesotan. I'm a New Yorker. That snow is not the first snowfall. Is not like a beautiful. Oh, it's the first of December. It's, it snowed like five days before Halloween. It snowed like several inches back home. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I know it snowed the first of November back in Rochester. Uh, I was like, uh, hell yeah! I mean, because here's the thing: I love because it was like a little dusting, and I think that looks fucking gorgeous. I'm a I miss I like I don't miss shoveling snow, and I don't miss like the intense driving in snow, but I fucking miss curling up inside with hot chocolate and watching snow fall i mean i don't know as somebody who who had to do a lot of shoveling during that time i did not appreciate snow at all dude a snowblower is the shit i know and they're nice but even then it still takes a while when you have a really long driveway and seven like a foot of snow that's just come down like that's not fun that's well, painful. yeah, and and then it just is like I don't know. I just think I I miss. It was really also funny. How cold is it normally on Thanksgiving for you? Go for you like up in Minnesota. How cold up in is Minnesota? It? I don't know. It's usually like 
The high end is like 55 outside. That's the high. That's like a nice Thanksgiving. You've had the Thanksgivings where it's like 15, right? You've had those Thanksgivings. Yeah, we've had we've had freezing, freezing. Yeah. So I was telling my girlfriend that, and she was just like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Like once you hit November, you don't really have. Yeah, she's like, she's like. Sometimes we've had a Thanksgiving where it's like 90 degrees out, and I'm like, "That's cute." That's nice. When it's like, sometimes you get that one Thanksgiving where it's like 60 degrees, and you're like, "Oh hell yeah!" And like. I I do I one thing I don't miss at all is raking leaves. I hate raking leaves. I'd rather shovel any amount of snow. I didn't have to deal with a whole lot of that because we had just a bunch of evergreens. That's fair. We got a lot of decid. We have a lot of deciduous trees. Boo! What? Boo! Deciduous or just maples, oak. I don't like them. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big like deciduous, not deciduous. Why do I say that? I'm a, I'm a big evergreen guy, even though I'm allergic to to pine trees. How are you allergic to pine trees? I don't know. I just am the the pollen just like pollen just kills me, man. It just it just makes my eyes itch. And my and like I don't know. That's just how I. It's I'm, just how I feel. Affirm my feelings, Lorenzo. No. Uh. So all right. With that out of the way, Christmas music, I think it should be 1st of December. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's not going to it's not going to look like that down here because Boys in every store. Dude, I fucking love Christmas time, dude. Like the entire month of December. It would be nice if I didn't have to shovel. Like if if, it, if I it'd be it'd be nice if, if I didn't, didn't have, have to work animals retail. to take care of outside. Like if I didn't have animals to take care of outside at home and to shovel, I would love Christmas with all my heart. If if I did I suppose to... the road also let's let's throw in driving. Cause like I can well, drive I in the winter, yeah. but like at some times it could just be legitimately dangerous and I don't like playing chances. Uh I mean I I've gotten used to it, but I will say, like, now here's the thing. Getting all the stuff out of it, I work retail. Christmas is a nightmare, but once like when you finally get into the spirit of Christmas, man, what a magical feeling that is. Like, especially with my, with my family, like we do Christmas Eve. We don't really do much on Christmas. We're like open presents and that's kind of it. Christmas Eve is when we have our big stuff, but yeah, I feel like Christmas Eve is like where you get like the Christmas aesthetic from like it's snowing outside sitting with your family watching christmas movies the trees lit the lights are dimmed you know you i gotta go. say if i if i never have to watch another christmas movie i'll be fine except for home alone because i like home alone you know what's the best christmas movie and i will it's, die on this like hill. The Muppet one the muppets christmas carol i love it like nothing no, but... nothing gets me more happy than the best a christmas movie, movie is die hard. and especially Muppet. actually die hard was okay i watched i finally got the chance to watch die hard and it was okay um, but uh, I, I do think it is like after watching it, I do think like I'm now I'm not ironically saying it's a Christmas movie. I think it is because like, I mean, the it being Christmas is pretty central to the plot. It's like Home Alone, Home Alone, like saying saying Die Hard's not a Christmas movie is like saying Home Alone's not a Christmas movie. Home Alone's my place... favorite. It's my favorite Christmas movie. My I used to watch Elf with my family all the time. Elf Elf is good, but it like it starts to wear on you. Yeah, the, after the more like, you watch it, the, the the first watch I'm like, yeah. The second watch I'm like, yeah. The third watch I'm like, can we please just I, 
because especially on Christmas, because we watch our Christmas movies on Christmas Day. I'm like, I don't want to hang out with you guys. I have presents to play with. I have like new stuff. Even as I got older, it's like you'd get that one thing. It'd be like a little piece of software. Or, like you would have like for me, I get like sometimes I get cash and I'd be like, oh, perfect. I can order this thing I've been meaning to order. Yeah. Or like or with my dad, it, oftentimes they'll just send me like a Steam gift card. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Like, let's go. So I'm like, perfect. I can play video games all day and hang out with my friends. I'm like, this was in the midst of a big Minecraft spree last Christmas. Ooh. See, I've I've reached the point in my life where what I ask when I'm what I'm if I'm gonna ask anything of my parents, I'm gonna ask them mostly for clothes. It's like I want dude, some nice slacks and khakis. Dude, like, I, I never I never appreciated how much I want socks. I want socks so bad now, dude. Do you need me to send you some socks? <laughs> no, I have enough <laughs> socks now, but I also, I would love to get enough laundry that I don't have to, I would love to get enough clothes that I don't have to do laundry every week. Do you have like a, do you have a, a washing machine and dryer in your apartment? Uh, it's off, it's on site, not in my unit though. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, at least you don't have to run over to a laundromat. That would be, no. that would suck. Yeah, I know. I'm very happy about that. Um, but you know, it's like, I... The problem is that when you start looking at apartments with built-in washer and dryer, that brings you up another 100, 200 bucks a month in rent. Ugh. Gross. But yeah, I don't know. Um I I, I but I love I love a Muppets Christmas Carol cuz like I just, just I, I just cuz love... I feel like it plays it so well to the and, to the story and you have Michael Caine and Michael Caine's a legendary actor, but he takes the role of playing Scrooge so damn seriously when being surrounded by Muppets, not oh, yeah. to mention that the Muppets have just like a, it just has a banger soundtrack. Uh, like you get Michael Caine singing, you get the Marley brothers, like, oh. I'm going to get, I'm going to get to avoid um, uh, watching the Christmas movie with my family this year because I'm actually heading home on Christmas day because flights are super cheap if you head home on Christmas day. And since we okay. do everything Christmas Eve, I don't know. I'm so I'm I'm excited for this year. I I really hope we get a nice white Christmas. Are you bringing your girlfriend home? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she wants she wants to see like a really nice white Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't. I because you ever have those Christmases where it's like it doesn't snow and it's like muddy out and you're like, fuck. Yeah, those suck. Those like suck. I'll be at the, I've I've only had those like maybe two times in my I've, 18 years of living, but they they they're gross. I don't like them. I, I, I would like to get more snow. I would like to get lots of snow. See, and I, would I like... just, I hate spring because in Minnesota, that's just mud season. Yep. Same like thing. Like it basically, it goes winter until like March. And then, well, not, no, even through like halfway through April, then we get like a month and a half of mud season. And then it's just like automatically into summer. I think May is the only spring month I like. That's also because my birthday is in May. I have heard that May down or spring down in Texas is fucking gorgeous, and I cannot wait. Um, you just got to get out to more of the rural parts of Texas. I'm sure you can see a lot of those changing colors. Like if you just get out of like no, Austin, it's it's and you no, just like I, I like the northern more. half of Texas. I'm sure. Uh, problem is that Tyler Tyler Texas, which is like northeast Texas, is mainly pine. It's mainly pine forests. Okay. Um, and then, huh, I mean, Arkansas had some colors. Oklahoma had, Oklahoma was interesting. It was okay. very I mean, I, I, I always just imagined Oklahoma, like, you know, the Dust Bowl thing. Like, that's just kind of how I imagined, <laughs> imagined it. Uh, east, west, eastern Oklahoma is not like that at all. 
Okay. Um, Eastern the minute, Oklahoma. Eastern Oklahoma is, is it very... Like more like Kansas or like... No, it's actually really forested, but not in like a foresty way, but like the trees are shorter and it's a little scrubbier. Um, Because you're, you're getting too close to the Ozarks. Okay, um, yeah. I'll have to... I might have some pictures. I want to fall in West Virginia. Just one fall. I want... I, I I'm wanna, sure Appalachia is just beautiful. Blue Ridge Mountains. Oh, my God, please. Oh, I want to go to North Carolina for that. Go I'm going to be in South Carolina. You should, you should, come, to, you should come to that. When when, that happens, when, right? I'll send you details. The Supporter <laughs> Summit? Yeah, that's what I, I'm going to try to be there for that. And so you should, you should do that. <laughs> That'd be really funny if I could get out to the Supporter Summit. Display. Not That'd me. be really funny. I, uh, Something I'll... really funny would happen. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm scared. <laughs> no, but... Um... I mean, I, I honestly, it's just like the hassles of winter that make it pain. I mean, also because like I, I've explained, like I have Raynaud syndrome. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast, but I've mentioned it to you. It's like, you know, I get like I have very thin blood vessels in my hands and feet. And so I don't get a lot of good blood flow. So You'd any temperature, it. any temperature that's like below 70 degrees, I find absolutely freezing. For, see, that's the thing is that my favorite, my favorite temperature is like, 50 degrees how because i get to wear my flannels and my scarves and my hats and i get to cut like and i get to especially up north because my house didn't have ac so okay. sleeping so you sleeping, didn't have ac no we had fans okay i mean yeah my house my house my my like house that i grew up in was built in 1912 i think Huh, that's a that's an old that's an old home, my guy. Mine was probably built in like the sixties. Hmm. I don't know, but um you should you should definitely watch Muppets Christmas Carol with your girlfriend sometime. Great experience. Yeah, I'll do that. I, I, I also just can't wait for like because here's the thing, right? Cause we've all talked about our gripes with the Christmas stuff, but like we just went over some of them. But man, when it hits when you just get those few days where everything hits and you're like the snow is falling and you go everyone's festive there's like an atmosphere in the air and it's like god I fucking love that so much. I I'm a Christmas night. We need to bring back Christmas. Okay. I think that good cheer I'm going to be spreading good cheer all December. So anyone that I've called uh Anyone that I've called 2638, anyone that I've called a retarded faggot that should kill themselves um, on December, come to me. I will be warm and full of Thanksgiving, and I will be happy to give you good cheer for the holidays. We're back. We're back. We're back. Oh, yeah, I saw this. I was like, oh. I love these. Like, these just make me feel so old. Like the these like nostalgia cuts that they'll throw together. I like how like we're like oh it's 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 uh it's nostalgic when it's like two thousand nine and like in <laughs> someone and someone is like oh that's cute I had Christmas in the eighties and I was like I don't know but there was something about the early two like for some reason I've been feeling like there's like a really big push at least with like a lot of parts of our generation where I feel like people are kind of romanticizing the early two thousands a lot. I mean, even because uh, I mean, 
I, I think because it's like the financial crisis happened and then people's families lost their jobs in their homes and that hit that made things really hard for a lot of people our age who are growing up in that time. And so before that, even if it, there was like, you know, obviously like as liber as a libertarian and uh, not kind of libertarian, uh, we we obviously look and we point like wars, wars, wars that happened in the early 2000s. Right. But like, I don't know how much that affected just about every average American kid. And oh, so, yeah. Like, like, they, there's just that nostalgia of, like, back yeah, like, when it was easier and everything didn't seem like it was going to shit. And maybe it's just because, like, we've become politically aware <laughs> as a generation. And, like, now that we pay it, we've as we've gotten older, you become more politically aware. And so everything, like, the past... That was I want to take the blue as, pill again. I want to take the blue... Actually, I will yeah. say, though, I think that now is way more political than any other time. Like, people always go back to, like, but the 60s. Bitch, the 60s were, like... We're getting to a point where it's more than that. And I think people just want out. People want to take the blue pill again. I want to take the blue pill again. I'm sick and tired of this shit. I want to go back and... And that's one of the nice things about, like, well, well, what you need is you need somebody who's like w willing to make to be the person to focus on the stuff, like the one who's willing to bear the red pill for the rest of the masses, right? Like yeah, that's but, where like the whole great man thing comes from. But, but the like you have this that, politically figure who's like, yeah, I want you to be able but, to just live a normal life, so you don't have to pay attention to this, and I'll I'll fix it. Yeah, and all they do is tell you lies. It can have some negative consequences. But all they do but is like, sell you lies, David. That's the problem. Is that, and here's the thing: half the time, if someone takes the red pill, they go fucking insane. Yeah. Here's the, the you perfect. You start like talking in binary on well, on, on <laughs> entire notebook. Page. The, the, the perfect <laughs> example is James Lindsay. Oh. Because I used to be a big fan of James Lindsay. I I, I still have a I have a James Lindsay book. Like I I yeah. used to love his stuff. Yeah, and like what if you're talking about. When he first kind of showed, it's like, oh, yeah, academia is just fucking full of this stuff. And and it was kind of useful to help, for, at least for me, to start learning about stuff. But, man, he just took an entire bottle of red pills and then mixed that with the same Kool-Aid that whatever the boomer cons drink and just drank that all down. And it's like, you know, he's the same kind of guy who speaks at YAF rallies or like... Oh. Yeah, like he's and, and 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 it's it's the same shit where it's like he'll say the same dumb garbage about like Judeo Christian values. Like he's a Prager U guy now, essentially. It's like yeah, essentially. It's like, you know, queer theory is bad. All right, which yeah. is why we need to give tax dollars to Israel because Hamas is woke. No, what? And, like not everything fits into your like your projection of what the current, like you're just as bad as the Marxist toward like every single in social interaction is a, is a class conflict or something. Right. But well, he's projecting that into, it's like every single thing is a battle of the, the classical liberalism, which he doesn't know what classical liberalism well, yeah, is. And, and that's the funniest and versus, versus the woke Marxism. Like that's what he paints every single conflict as ultimately. It's and like, he's a, he's no, a, you, you idiot. He's you, a Democrat. Utter, he's wow. a Democrat from 2000. He's a yeah. Democrat from 1995. And here's the thing, like, and I, I'm sure he what, voted for John Kerry. And yeah. And I, and I honestly think that, and this is where I do, I did like at some point when he was going after a lot of the NRX types, because I think a lot of them are also really retarded. Um, and he was also going after a few of the Christian nationalist types. I don't even touch any of that because I hate all of that. I I think 
the concept of Christian nationalism. I just, think it's stupid. And I, I think, think our it's, king, I, think I don't think our kingdom is of this world. I think that our 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 job is to help like lead people towards towards the kingdom of God and to make the church listen, as like long, as a Catholic, I believe the church yeah. is basically kind of like this is is the universally holy one apostolic church thing, right? And so I believe that the church should be there to help people and to lead people towards like Christ's open arms, but I don't think it's like about like establishing a Christian nation or whatever, right? I'm fine with and the Vatican. And, and, and those same and those same people are the same ones that are going to be pro, like they're going to be the protectionists, and they're going to the ones that are going to yeah. be like they're going to the, ignore the, the, basic and, economic and, laws. And most of the time, those guys are the actual white nationalists, and those guys I just don't really like. Like, I'm sorry, I know there's people I think that an underestimate. Like, uh, I like I, I despise those people genuinely. Yeah, I really, and they're don't... not that bit like in, in online political spheres. They can seem a lot more prominent than they actually are, but it's still like ugh, I don't want to see this. And this is, I mean, I am certainly. The, the the thing is that I don't I understand and this is we we generally have a like a, a a certain kind of like don't talk about race stuff on the show because it's third rail topic yeah and I don't want to talk about it um but the the thing that happens with me is that I I'm a Italian Jew with Hispanic blood with also Russian this blood this is the first All- I'm hearing about the Hispanic. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm Puerto Rican enough. No to wonder you like those food. those tacos. Oh hell yeah! I'm I can get affirmative action if I want. Let's go, brother! It's the it's the loot the treasury stage of the end of the republic, oh, yeah. and you got to make bank. But the but what I'm gonna say is that basically eighty percent of my ethnic ancestry has not been considered white. Eastern Europeans were not considered white. Dude, as 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 somebody who has like who's mostly Look, Irish, Irish like, I was Irish people white. were not considered white for the longest. We time. need to go back. We need to go back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I, I I despise that stuff. I think it's unhelpful. I'm, I it's as it, I, I, just as a Catholic, as a religious person, I I think it's absolute nonsense, and I. I, I don't know how much I, more I have to say on that. Like, I don't know. It's not something I like to talk about, but like, I, I, I think it's stupid. I think it's unhelpful. And the few that do exist with the few, like genuine, like racialists and racists that do exist in right wing circles, they just, uh, they're, they're unhelpful to literally everybody else literally everyone else and so i don't know i just i despise them so yeah, there's not much more i can and that's all i have to say about that oh is that from king of the hill guess guess that's forrest gump my guy oh i was gonna say uh my girlfriend was like hey do you want to watch king of the hill i'm sorry dude you have to propose to that chick now like, i'm sorry you, you have to <laughs> uh, let me get into a better financial position <laughs> understandable <laughs> I already look at that shit and I'm like, oh my god, weddings are so expensive and all this shit's so expensive. And like, yeah. I'm like, I need to, I need to figure out a way. I'm, I'm you not. Know what, going... You know what tends to not be expensive? Catholic weddings. Getting books from the Mises Institute. Also true. With getting, promo getting code Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're doing that so soon, bud. But anyways. <laughs> So you um, you you wanted to talk about because like there was just an election 
was it, it uh, was yesterday, yeah. right? It was like yeah. last night and stuff. And you wanted because we're 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 recording this on Wednesday, uh, November eighth, twenty twenty three. And so you, there was an election yesterday. It wasn't an important election yeah, and, by and any I'm, metrics. I'm also but... gonna say uh, I'm gonna start out by saying I am not naming any names with any of this stuff. With any of the like, when we come to some of the stuff, I'm gonna try to keep this as a general critique of stuff. Okay. Okay. Pro- proceed. Okay. <laughs> if you're still running LP, you're wasting your money. You're wasting your money. Um, I saw that the Mises Caucus had three people win la- this past election. Right? And here's the thing. I'm going to start by saying there is part of me that goes and is like... Oh, so much for a decentralized revolution when you're getting a city council planner, town planner, some shit. But this also, is how it starts, bro. This is how I, we, this is how we save America with the impending collapse of currency and foreign conflicts. We we win those those city council and dog catcher races. It's not, the currency. You sound like car for a sec. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, let me. Car's smarter than I am. Uh, we get him on the show, Car. Come on the show, Car. Um, I know you're not listening, but come on the show. It'll be good for the show. Uh, but uh, what I'm gonna say is, I actually do think that there is some importance in those races. And listen, if someone can go in and win those races, I encourage people that want to get involved in politics, get involved at the most local level, see what you can start doing. I just wouldn't recommend running as like with the Libertarian Party tag. I would recommend running. Me and Connor talked about this on the podcast when you were gone and I had to replace you with another Irish TCU Catholic. Um, we got to bring him back on again. We got to bring him back. Yeah, the three of us. The, the, hell yeah. Oh. Drunk drivers. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what, what you were saying. But uh, I was going to say is that, like, why. <sighs> I don't know. I, you know, I think it's it's good, but why are you running as a libertarian? Like, why are you doing that? You can, you can probably run if you're incumbent as like, just to get the name recognition. Cause most of the time you don't even have ballot access. I know in New York, you have no ballot access. So then you have libertarians like Larry Sharp or like the New York libertarians. Basically their entire thing is give us money so we can get ballot, ballot access. Okay. And, so we can fight to keep ballot access and so we can get 12 votes. And that's why you'll see someone like, you know, and all due respect to Larry Sharp um, because, you know, he does help out small businesses around New York. But like you'll do these like meeting greets in the fucking middle of bumfuck nowhere town, New York at like a bar. And it's like, you know, this is what the donations are going for is to get ballot access and do It's like, I just don't. I, I. I think it is a much easier time to go, okay, run as a Republican, figure out the issues you can fix people on. And, you know, if you're doing town planner and being like, hey, we've got... Because also, yeah. how many of these races are actually partisan? Like, are they actually running as an LP candidate? Well, yeah, and that's, and, 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 and that's like... I legitimately do think that... If you are... It's going to sound like the very post-libertarian of me, but if you are going to go to a local a post-libertarian, but you're still a libertarian, you're just not a you're just not an LP libertarian. No, no, no. no. I was going to say what I'm about to say is going to sound very post-libertarian, um, but it the 
like I hate how much they harp on power this, power that, power whatever. But like if you're the town council planner and it's like, oh, I have the opportunity to use these tax dollars I have to fix some potholes. That's not, I'm going to be fine with that. I'm going to be real. I don't think, I I really would hope that the taxation is theft crowd doesn't go after me if I am a town planner and I actually decide, hey, I think I should be put in a roundabout here. Like, I love roundabouts. Like, they're one of my favorite. They're one of my favorite things to come over from Europe since, like, the Italians. And the Irish? And the Irish, but the Irish were here first. I think. Uh, oh, wait, I mean, technically, you could just go and say Columbus, but, yeah, you know. Hell yeah, brother. Italians, in front. we were there first, motherfucker. We were there. Amen, brother. Oh, I'm so hard right now. No, I'm kidding. Um, Dude, Rothbard, like, this is going to, I'm, I'm just going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here, and then we'll we'll jump right back to your thing. But Rothbard, like, in his strategy for the right, like, in the, one of the very beginning paragraphs, he was like, and repeat after me. <laughs> We love Columbus Day or something like that in the irrepressible Rothbard because Rothbard was a tireless advocate you, for Italian Americans. So, so the next, <laughs> oh my god, I love him so much. The next little book package you send me, I, I will say, I'm gonna finish this one, and then uh, if if you ever feel inclined to send me books again, if you have a discount or something, uh, I would love the irrepressible Rothbard because it sounds. Is that the one with the drunk driving essays in? No, no, no. Drunk driving is a Lou Rockwell article. You can find that on Lou. No, Rockwell. No, the smoker, the smoker, the smoker. Yeah, America's most depressed minority. Yeah, I. It's, it's irrepressible Rothbard sounds hilarious. Oh, it is. Like it just. There's just you have so much fun reading. Rothbard. Speaking of which, did you see that Faux Bishop thing where uh, there was that article that, that yeah. was like that like voting is for Moloch oh, yeah. and okay. they, they defend drunk driving. Okay, so Rothbard is talking about okay, um, he's talking about. Anyone who would have suggested to an old rightist of the 1950s, for example, that in 40 years the federal courts would be redrawing election districts all over the country so that Hispanics could be elected according to their quota in the population would have been considered a fit candidate for the loony bin, as well he might. And while I'm on this topic, that in the year 1992, so I am tempted to say, repeat after me, Columbus discovered America. Damn straight. Even though, even though a fan of, even though a fan of diversity, the only revisionism I will permit on this topic is whether Columbus discovered America or whether it was America Vespucci. Poor Italian Americans. They have never been able to make it to a credited victim status. The only thing they ever got was Columbus Day, and now they're trying to take it away. Is this is this PDF on the Mises? Yeah, well, this is this is a strategy for the right. I'm gonna look, just look it up. up. Like he's just. Just something I, I just love. I love Rothbard so much because he just there's just you get so much fun out of reading him. Like he's just jovial and he's quick and he's witty and just the way I he writes. He was just a great guy to talk to. Well, I'm especially. sure. And like I, I'm, I'm somebody who will just recreationally keep going back to Rothbard's wiki page and reading through it. And one of my favorite little things that I read about was like. Towards the towards the end of his life. Yeah. He would start every day by calling Lou Rockwell and talking for hours on the phone, just laughing. Like, that's what his Fuck wife yeah. was talking about. Uh, it's like, I want the... to live that life to where I'm able to just, like, call my best friend and just chat on the phone and for hours. I just saw the latest uh, power and market thing is, and then they came for Bart Simpson by Connor. Yeah, that's, Connor's, that's Connor's new article. Check, check out Connor Mortel. 
and Ron Paul. Is this a new thing or is this? Yeah, Ron Paul writes regularly for Power and Market. Oh, is it good? Uh, how... Yeah, so Power and Market's kind of like the shorter blog than the Wire articles, and they, they go up rather fast or so really timely. And so they'll grab articles sometimes from the Ron Paul Institute. Sometimes Ron Paul will just write up a few things for them. It's like it's nothing too deep or in-depth. The Power I, I do, Market's there. I, I do like the way this website is laid out. I think it could use a little bit of an update, but outside of that, it's pretty functional. Oh, I, I think it's perfect. I love it. I, I think it's very functional and good. I think it could do a little zest. Uh, ooh, David Gordon wrote something blaming the free market. Hell yeah. Yeah, because David Gordon writes uh, book reviews. David Gordon is... I'm David I'm David Gordon's second biggest. <laughs> uh, you're you're, oh, you're at least God. in third place. You're more like in fourth place because it's like David Gordon's biggest fan, like on Twitter. And then it's Felicia at the, at the Institute. And then it's me. And then it's you, okay, bud. Uh, I had did I, I made it a point to sit by David Gordon during Holzman's talk. I forgot that Rechtenwald writes for Mises Wire. <laughs> uh, he does occasionally. Statism is statism is the cause of the Israel Hamas war. I mean, uh, re, that's that's an original very, take. Yeah, it's like that's very evergreen. Like you know, good for him to for having that. But it's like that's very. Yeah. Ooh, and then the next, Kendi's critical race theory is a failed Marxist. Yeah, doctrine. You, you missed the one before that. Contra Cato, COVID nineteen vaccines are not a free market victory. I don't. Oh, and then there's one by Ryan. Turnip seed or make maker. Yeah, the turnip seed. Yeah, Ryan's a real one. Ryan's great. Uh, Steven Anderson, I don't know. That is Ted Galen. I don't know. I'm gonna, I might Ted actually. Galen Carpenter, he was a Cato guy, like he was the, their foreign policy guy, and then they fired him because he was good on stuff. And oh, yeah, uh, have you read any of the legal foundations for a free society yet? I have not. I haven't been reading a whole lot of theory other than for new liberty, isn't it? Kind of, eh, for new liberty is kind of. It's it's not as strong as I I would make it out to be. Like Anatomy of the State is succinct and brilliant. Oh, it's great. I need to but get um, that. I gave mine away. Yeah, but like, for a new liberty, just it doesn't feel. It, I don't feel like Rothbard makes the strongest arguments. Like I I legitimately think that the best libertarian arguments for like libertarian policies come from the the Misesian to like. Hoppian like Kant pipeline like I think that's where you're going to get your best like libertarian arguments my favorite libertarian arguments that I use to defend my entire society is defending the undefendable uh, I don't care. you should get a copy which uh, of all three of them uh, yeah I mean you could all three of them are I'm, I'm sure all three are pretty great but the first one would be a good start Walter Block is uh, well, Walter, I, I don't agree with Walter Block, but the guy's the guy's fun. He's Walter he's Block brilliant. seems like I think hilarious. he's the natural conclusion of like Rothbard. If you take Rothbard's ideas seriously, though, I think that Hoppe tends to be the most consistent. So, yeah. Though, albeit, I'm not sure how much how how strong of a backing Rothbard's natural law argument for libertarianism is. Because like he he divorces like the moral law from like the the normative law and all whatever and it's like well Aquinas who he's deriving a lot of that stuff from would not concede those differences and apparently the only guy he cites for that is like an Anglican priest which is 
you know, not the most reputable source for for showing changing Thomas thought. Oh, you should. Uh, oh, the picture they've got for you for the Musenzu thing is very nice. You got a nice I, little I, smile. I, oh, I don't like. He's. That. Oh, you need to. You need to uh, fix it up. It's no longer econ phonics. Yeah, I gotta change that. I gotta. I've just been like, oh, I, I emailed Felicia, and then we changed it like two weeks later. And I was like, I don't want to bother Felicia again. Just let him know. Or just oh, I'll let, let him know. know. Uh, yeah. yeah, looking. Oh, very nice. I, I'm gonna have to read some of your uh, articles. I read the protectionism one. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty proud of some of these. Yeah, but yeah. All right. So I was gonna. So okay. Back to the LP stuff. Running Sorry. as libertarians. Yeah, I just, I just don't think it's worth it. It's like because why are you so? And this is where like. There are a lot of Twitter libertarians that think they're like, well, unlike you guys, I'm putting in the work. And you get 2%. On the, and it's like, it's like, congrats, you go and drop a lit for a campaign where you're not guaranteed to be on the ballot. Yeah. Stunning and, that, and brave. And that's the thing is like, I, I don't understand. Here's the thing. And this is actually probably the biggest argument I would put in favor because I still should, I mean, I understand the basic steps of Tho Bishop's kind of ideas of like, okay, just run through the GOP, right? I mean, there, there's not a whole lot to it as far it's, as it's, I, it's basically run. Through I mean, the GOP. obviously, there's a little bit more complex like inner politics yeah. stuff to that about and, like adjusting to what the GOP is and whatever. But like the basically the the gist of it is that the Libertarian Party is useless, and so you got to play you got to play the game instead of like and, doing your own little social club in the background. And I also think that. I'm a Tho Bishop Republican. I I think I you know I do like Tho. I do think that he was a little little too giddy up on DeSantis. Uh, Can you blame him? I mean, the man, the just... man saw the man was living in Florida during the lockdown things, and DeSantis was one of the first to like be like to reverse track on that. Oh yeah, and no, to no, say I, I allow business to not die. I don't blame him, he, but I, I would like DeSantis push... saved Florida. Like he yeah, did, I, he yes. deserves all that credit. And I think I, I, that, wouldn't, I, wouldn't I think wanna... that it gave Tho maybe a little bit of blinders on on some of that stuff. But like I think exactly. I think he had every reason to think the way he did about DeSantis, especially when DeSantis was sticking not up as a Biden. president. But either way, regardless, moving on from that, I was just going to say the thing that I probably would argue. And I don't know if he if Tho argues as well, but it's a good point. Is that almost. When, when you get down to the nuts and bolts of like what libertarians actually fight for in terms of like policy stuff, when they actually do it, and this is not talking about the grand lofty things you and the Fed. Actually, most libertarians across the country, basically their entire mission is ballot access. Yeah. You talk to most of them. So I'm like, you guys spend so much to get as, ballot as access. As somebody who has fought for ballot access, it's difficult. It's really because what you hard. what what also happens is in most of these states when somebody signs your petition for ballot access, they can't go and now be in the primaries for like so even if they're a Republican and Democrat who's like oh yeah that's kind of scummy if they want to vote in the primary for the candidate they like in the GOP or or Democrats they can't now do that because they've signed they basically entered the Libertarian primary. Yeah, and that's and that's fucked up. It's 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 a very like I. I just don't. I, I I think that it's like okay, you're spending all your time fighting for ballot access and you can't get it, and then when you and finally it's not gonna do, happen. it's not, not going to happen. happen. They'll just make it more difficult for you. And I hate to say that, but like, yeah, that's, Andrew, that's what's going like, to happen. 
Andrew Cuomo's biggest blow to any libertarian in, in, in New York was when he just took us off. Uh, us. I shouldn't say us. When he took the Libertarian Party of New York off the ballot. Yeah. It's like, and then, you know, you still have like Working Families Party or some shit like that. But like, that's a leftist party. And it's just like, Ron is a Republican. If they suck. A lot of them really suck. But I think the two issues that Republicans, at least in my eyes, are worst on. Okay, so I was actually talking about this this morning. I think that um, I would locally, I would run as a Republican because the issues I think the, the, that, that um, Republicans are worst on that can't really be circumvented are more federal things. And the reason I say that is um, I think the th- the issues that Republicans are bad on, we'll get all of them out of the way. They're bad on drugs for the most part, you know, and this is, I don't really like weed and I don't like most weed smokers and I think that all this stuff, but I do think Republicans are terrible on it because the drug war is terrible. Um, I think they're terrible on a lot of incarceration stuff. Yeah. I think but, it's, but I that, think it's- that side of the drug war. And then and say is that they're also terrible on war. The, the thing is that you locally war has nothing to do with it. Yeah. And I, I'm willing to be more lenient on like the drug thing because it's just not an issue that motivates me at all. Like it just really doesn't. I'm sorry. Like I, yeah. I just when I'm kind of like Kinsella where I'm just like, don't do drugs. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. It's I'm, I'm, I'm straight edge as you yeah. know. Um, I think, but I also think it's the same argument where it's like actually nowadays the Second Amendment arguments are kind of moot because it's like you, 3D printing is just taking off, and and the same thing with drugs. Like the drug trade for for you know even before, especially before it was legalized, it's like you, you knew somebody that knew somebody from California and that you found your weed, you, you got it. And sure, well, there's some bad actors, but like. You like, here's the thing if teenagers can get weed relatively easily without it being legal for them, then adults can get it relatively easy when it's not legal for them. And if you're willing to circumvent that stuff, I think that yes, decriminalizing would be good. Yes, I mean, like, this is where some the, the problem is that I would like a lot, like. And this is where it comes to the sentencing thing, because I think that Republicans are terrible when it comes to the sentencing people on drugs, because they'll give them huge amounts of time for like possession. It's terrible. I also it I I was um hold on, I'm just gonna put this back for a second. Um I remember seeing something, I think it was from Dean, um, talking about how it's like black communities are simultaneously over policed and under policed. And that's the perfect example for me to do because it's like they they'll get you in on possession of weed, but they'll ignore the gang problem because they don't want to handle the gang problem. So like, that's my problem where it's like, I think that there needs to be a stop of mass incarceration, but there also needs to be like a thing of like, yeah, you got to send somebody in there or something in there. I think there needs to be a mass incarceration, but of actual violent criminals. Like that's what, that's what Rothbard talks about in the strategy for the right. Like he talks about how, you need to stop focusing on what he calls white collar criminals and instead focus on like the actual violent offenders. Cause he was like living in New York in the nineties, like New York. Is, oh, is, is strategy so, for the right. Is that the, where, where will the homeless people go? Yeah. Where from? will they go? Who cares? Hopefully they will move from the causative bum class to the ranks of productive members of society. Like well, Rothbard uh, yeah. just doesn't tolerate it at that point. And he's like, 
the police the police if the police are going to exist right because we're not privatizing the police out of no at like anytime soon like if they're going to exist they need to actually protect property right and so the police need to be unleashed on the violent property criminals so that that's a rothbard's take on it so i don't know i defer to rothbard yeah it's I don't know. I, I definitely think that, like, I don't like... Uh, see, I'm in two minds about the cops, and it's just like, I think as an institution, I think it's just an unbelievably corrupt institution. I also think that a lot a large amount of cops are just kind of hapless idiots that just... They get in there, and they think that they're, you know, serving their, their thing, and it's a paycheck. It's a steady paycheck, and they don't, you know, have to work too much. So I, it's it's definitely where I can see the banality of evil. Um, and, you know, again, this thing is like, going back to what I was getting at, libertarians can come into these local offices, run as Republicans. The problem is that the voter base, the Republican voter base is very wanting, like, you talk to a lot of Republicans and the first thing they'll either talk about is the economy or they'll talk about, I love the police. Uh, we need to crack down on crime. And I'm like, well, and, and it's it's like the, the you the Republican voting base is basically a bunch of boomer con drug warriors. Unfortunately. But, and, and but I I mean, I guess the, the, that's the that's the only problem I see with running as a Republican is that you're going to have to hide a lot of stuff in your base and you're probably gonna have to prioritize. And listen, if I can get someone in that, you know, lowers taxes, gets rid of unnecessary spending, all that stuff. And, you know, even if he pushes, I mean, I wouldn't really mind if he pushed culturally rightward in certain ways. I also think that you're going to have a really hard time if you end up running as a libertarian and you start making that known. So you got to be a crypto libertarian. Basically what I'm saying is be dishonest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> be, like be dishonest. If you're going and running, like don't talk. Like so does, once, I, I have to ask, does crypto libertarian just mean you like just Bitcoin? Is that is that what it is? Or is it like an actual like political science term thing? No, 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 no. I mean, because I like I hear like the thing like crypto papist or something. And I'm just wondering what that means. Uh, uh, crypto, it's like it's like secret. It's like a secret. Uh, okay. It's like a secret. Like be a like a secret libertarian. Like yeah, I'm a crypto papist. I like Bitcoin and the Pope. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Papa Coin. Um, uh, but no, I think that like you should just lie. Stop trying to. If you're a principled libertarian, you shouldn't be running for any office. If you are, I don't. I don't necessarily concede that. I don't, no, I, I don't think, think I think accurate. if you're if you are a very principled libertarian, do you, do you like, think what? voting is violence? No, no. Then I then I think then I, I think that position is I, I think those two are two positions that are irreconcilable. No, 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 no. But I think I think that if you are a principled libertarian, I'm saying that you should. I'm not saying that you can't run for office. I'm saying that you shouldn't because the amount of compromises you're going to have to make are going to collapse your principles. I know. And, I yeah, I'm just saying, I'm surprised. That I mean, I just I'm I, I just you're giving me the pushback on this because I I would especially to agree because I I think that I think that you can still have very good, you can have good libertarians that aren't the most principled that are like yeah I'm willing to sacrifice a little you know get in office and work on a I lot mean, of good things. 
I, I just don't think you're going to get libertarians, like outright libertarians elected anytime soon. Especially, and like, look, yeah, I'm, look I'm at what happened. That. Like, we, they're like, people are like, well, we, well, we elected Ron Paul, right? Well, it's like, well, we'll also, well, one, Ron Paul delivered half of his district. So, unless you're going to go and be a baby doctor and deliver like half of your district. And so they're all like, oh, just Dr. Paul. And he's got these kind of kooky takes on like heroin or whatever. But he's the doctor. We, we trust him. Well, and like, unless you're yeah. going to do that and like getting so ingrained in your community, in your district that people know you. And that you're willing to like, because you know, there it's it's not a known. Doctor Paul made use of of pork bills, right? Like he would throw in stuff for his district. Ron that's Paul what was willing to do. That's that. that's what I'm saying. Is that the most principal libertarians? Because again, I absolutely love like Ron Paul is the model. If you want to be a libertarian in politics, model yourself after Ron Paul. Ron Paul is not the same as Walter Block, and he ran as a Republican. Exactly. Ron Paul is not Walter Block. Ron Paul is not Stefan Kinsella. I don't know, I'm just picking random. Walter yeah, Block he, is not Guido. Ron Paul. Me. Yeah, Ron Paul is, well, it's Guido, but. Um, it's Guido. <laughs> but um, Ron Paul is not a radical anarcho capitalist. And that's fine. I would still, because this is the whole thing of what must be done. This is the whole thing get into local office and start making changes. Don't make changes in the way that all the post-libertarians that read Hoppe go and they're like, yeah, but I can kill all the gay people now. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I know basically all of the post-libertarians that are all like the fake Hoppians, they, oh, I know they're all racist. They want to kill They, they read the part of democracy where it's like monarchy yeah. has higher time preference and then they just like completely lower, skipped over lower, the part where it's like, but this is not sufficient. Yeah, yeah. And it's like in... in and they're like, oh, perfect. I can establish my base trad ethno state. Shut up. You're boring and gay and you're on Twitter all the time. Kill your, <laughs> you're, bleep, you're, bleep you're myself. Gonna be, bleep you're myself gonna... for a sec. I almost said kill yourself. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even though no. they should kill themselves. Um, okay. <laughs> but, but yeah. The, uh, I mean, uh, I don't think that uh, I'm not particularly worried about any of them because they all live in their mother's basements and they don't actually do anything. Either that or, or, or theory post like, and shit post on the internet. Yeah, I, I I just find them distasteful. But I I think they're that, just tasteful. But they 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 they're literally gonna do nothing in life. Actually, one of the most notorious and biggest ones lives in Austin. Oh jeez, <laughs> let's not get into that again, bud. The whale. Um, uh, there she blows. Let's put a let's put a pin in that, and we're not gonna take that pin out until we go and get back to it. All right. <laughs> you don't good. know how many pins there are in that damn board, bro. <laughs> and that's from the famous Disney Pixar movie Bolt. Never heard of Bolt. Oh, it's such a good movie. I loved that one as a kid. But uh, like the, the, the so the little girl has a dog because they're filming a TV show, but the dog thinks that he is a he is a superhero, and so he accidentally gets like shipped to California, and so while reconciling with the fact that he's not actually a superhero, he's just a regular dog, he has to make his way back. Well, actually, no, he has to make his way back from New York to L.A. And 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 like the agent who's like trying to console little girl, like every time she like brings up something, he's like, "We're gonna take the pin, and we're we're gonna take that pin." And we're going to put that pin in there and we're not going to take that pin out until we get back to it. All right. And then he never comes back to it. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, I, I was just going to like, 
I was going to wrap all that up being like, yeah, I would recommend running as a Republican. Actually, honestly, if you think that you could run as a Democrat, like I know there there are towns where it's still deep blue, but it's like working class Democrat. There are still those people that exist. And if you if you ran as one, if you like, I just think pick whatever is most politically advantageous to you. If it's running as a Republican, which I think it is for the most libertarians, do that. If it's running as you know, because honestly, if you went like I could I can see some kind of rust belt towns where it's rhino country club Republican with all his country like the Republican base is all rich country club people that aren't gonna be down some and if you get like a populist working class guy and you run him as Democrat and you're like, I'm gonna get rid of all these big fat cats and you know, you could probably get some people on board with that stuff and you don't have to get into the legalizing heroin yet or you know, all that stuff. But either way. Pick whatever's most advantageous to you. Um, the people that did win, congratulations. I think that all um, three of them. <laughs> I mean, listen, I think that it's it's you know, is it really, you know, the 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 biggest the biggest win? No. But I'm sure they got less votes than like my town's population. Uh it just depends. I but I, I think that, you know, good for them. And I think that they will be doing hopefully good for their communities. And that's really what, what matters. I don't care if someone's Republican or Democrat. I don't care if they're using tax money or not. If the people in his community are, are kept treated well and treated nicely, that's really what matters. Um, you know, all this politics, all this anarchy stuff, you know, it, I love it. And I, and I consider myself a libertarian. I consider myself very close to an anarchist. Um, I don't think I'm theoretically well-read enough yet to, to really put myself in one camp or another. Um, but um, at the end of the day, I just want people to be happy and I want people to do stuff. And I think that my biggest problems with government, and this is not like a minarchist kind of thing coming from me, I should say, but if, if, you know, I think my biggest problems are with the federal government, all that stuff. And if someone, if someone's small town is being run fine, that's fine. And I think that honestly, I I actually see very little issue with a, very local forms of government, um, yeah. because it's like, and I'm not talking about like the police night watchman state hell if they want to take care of the roads or something like that, and it's all local. A government both simultaneously powerless enough for us to overthrow if it was if it was tyrannical, but also strong enough to somehow enforce the law. I mean. Kind it's of? just a walking contradiction. I mean, I, I minarchy is just a walking contradiction. Yeah, and that's where I'm like, I don't think law enforcement should be in the hands of the government. I actually would, per I would prefer, in because minarchists are like, just have the government do military and police. No, 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 that's where the worst parts are. I would prefer that the government is only a public utility company. <laughs> like, the government only does, like, only takes care of, I would say, the fire, the firemen. That's fine if that's a government thing. I don't really see a huge issue. Yeah, but also there's just like vol volunteer firemen either way. So that's, but that's kind of utopic. That's a little bit utopic. I'm sorry, like, but I, I think that law enforcement you can put that into the hands of ordinary people, and I think it would be fine. I mean, that's how things were for a lot, large majority of history. You know, especially yeah. in small towns. You know, you didn't have the king's men coming around all the time. You had to take care of your own stuff and clean your own house. But um, yeah, to all the people that won, congratulations. Uh, to all the people that think they're going to try to run as an LP thing, stop. Please, 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 please stop. Don't waste your money. 
Yeah. Um, You're not going to make your life better by investing your money into a losing campaign. Yep. Don't. Just don't. Oh, yeah. there, Get involved in your local GOP. Go and meet your local boomer. There's And then there's, manipulate yeah. that boomer until that boomer doesn't know who they're trusting, and then they give you control over their social media or something. <laughs> you heard it from us first. Find mentally ailing Manipulate boomers. your local boomer. Manipulate your... This is a very... This is great for the show. Um, All right. All right. I have so let's transition. Oh, yes! I love this clip. Like yes. the, the audience is going to get this, but this is of a Fetterman rally, and oh, he's our guy. <laughs> he's our that, guy. That's, I that's, just please finish this so I can fucking go off on this. He, he's our guy. So let, let's 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 click play. That's why I'm here. She's why all of you are here. But moments later, he's interrupted by a protester. 4,000 plus dead children in Palestine, 9,000 plus dead civilians. Get off the stage! Get off the stage! I don't care. This guy looks like a hipster. Then Fetterman says this. The joke, the joke is on you. I had a stroke. I can't fully understand what you're saying. <laughs> the man is eventually escorted out by police as he okay. tells the senator uh, to... <laughs> so, let's first start with what a fucking swinging dick move for Fetterman after this guy is like... Wait, 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 wait. One more time. The joke, the joke is on you. I had a stroke. I can't fully understand what you're saying. <laughs> So, like, after this fucking, like, brown people fetishist is like, but the Hamas people, but the Hamas, which, fair, if it was coming from someone that actually cared about the war and not just protecting third third world. Um, but uh, then Federer comes out with the biggest, most swinging dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm mentally retarded, and I didn't understand what you said. What are you going to do about it, huh? Like... <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Like, I need to make uh, an edit of the Giga Chad, but the Giga Chad has a Down syndrome face. <laughs> like, uh, dude, that's that shit fucking that was hilarious. That's, oh, uh, Fettermania is bad. Fetterman, so Fettermania is just where I'm at. I'm my favorite. So, I wish I had donated money to his campaign. My, my, just I'm getting gonna, those Oh my gems. God, you know what? I wonder, I'm going to go if I can see if I can get a sticker. You know, you know my base case? You know the base case I have? Yeah. I have like the coexist sticker and stuff. So I need to see if I can get a John Fetterman sticker Fetterman for sticker. Let's see. Can look I actually John... look this up or is the Wi-Fi still not working on my computer for whatever reason? Let's find out. John Fetterman, yeah, Fetterman.senate.gov, home about I mean, John. You want to go to his campaign website. That's where you'll find that kind of stuff. Request a flag. What if I want request a flag? What if I want to request uh, a flag but without the L? A gal? You already have a girlfriend. No, no, a flag without the L. A gaff? Uh huh. Flip, flip that around. G A F. Putting letters upside down doesn't make it mean anything different, Lorenzo. F blank A G. A frag grenade. God, David, we're gonna kill you. <laughs> I can't understand what this joke means. No, not sick. It went. It went. 
God, my typing is terrible. It, it's, it's I want to do John Fetterman sticker, but it's J I H and Jin Fetterman sicker. <laughs> what? I can't spell, David. I can tell, bud. I can tell. John Fetterman stickers. Yes. Here we go. Official campaign website store. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to send you. Dude, his. Okay. Wait. He's got a. He's got a Wegmans. He's got a Wegmans sticker. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hey, he's our guy. This is a good thing. He might be our guy, but he's culturally appropriating Rochester culture. Okay. Rochester culture. Oh yeah, you betcha. Hold on. Oh yeah, there, bud. I need to copy this link. I need to send you this link. We're getting this. We're getting matching shirts of this, and we're gonna wear them. (laughs) We're gonna like. Okay, hold on. Check your DMs. I'm about to send them to you right now. On Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Shit. Hold on. Did I not? Hold on. Oops. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is great content. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. Good, good, good bullshit. What is that? Oh. In a high fidelity. All right, all right. Check, check out, check out this shirt. We are getting it. We are, <laughs> we're getting it. I'm scared for this to load. It's probably not going to load on my computer for whatever reason. Check on your phone. Yeah, I'm gonna check on my phone. Let's see. Sent link. Click on this. What is this? This already looks like a metal band T-shirt. Disgraceful, disgusting, revolting slob, crazy stroke victim. <laughs> we're getting these shirts, and we're like bleeping out the Fetterman, and then putting every week is chaos. Nice. It's like if you've seen that Alex Jones Club is going around, or it's like Patriot. Patriot, mental retard, Lunatic. Patriots in control. <laughs> like that's us. <laughs> Tag yourself. I'm crazy stroke victim. <laughs> <laughs> that's a banger of a tweet, dude. He's got some fucking whoever's like running his shit. Like, dude, like whoever runs Fetterman's campaign needs a raise. I am so irritated with the fucking John Fetterman. Fetterman's body double. <laughs> Dude, steel is forged and fired. That's a fucking baller ass line. Like, I'm sorry. John Fenderman is an absolute mental retard. He should be in a Dr. Oz for New Jersey. Dude, I want to, I like, I am unironically. Dude, I should get a Fetterman hat. Dude, oh, he's got beanies. No, he doesn't. Does he have beanies? He should have beanies. You can get, you can get fucking his like cargo shorts. We should get. We should make one. Take his shirt and then just make change it from Fetterman to Fettermania. Dude, I I'm unironically probably gonna. I'm gonna get the stickers. <laughs> I'm gonna get These the fucking like bumper stick. So there's a mustache sticker pack. Yeah, that was there's gay. a bumper sticker. I'm so fucking upset with the Wegman's one. That one makes me. I like... should get a Fetter official campaign yard sign. 
the the Wegmans oh. one makes me like viscerally upset. Everything else I fucking love until I see that one, and I'm like, that's cultural appropriation. I should. I'm gonna see Blake Masters if he has a store. Oh my god! I need to get a Fetterman sticker and a Blake Masters sticker and put both of them on my base case. <laughs> Stunning, dude. I will go. I will go and intern for Blake Masters in DC. If if don't go to the swamp. I'm gonna go to the swamp. You're gonna drain it. I'm gonna drain it. I'm gonna drain the swamp. Oh you know, God. back in my day, traders they were shot. Let's see what are, what are John Fetterman's issues. Well, his issues are that uh, he's reported. <laughs> what are what are his issues? Uh, I had a stroke. <laughs> Dude, what a fucking big dick move. That's like the fucking like. That's like that's like walking into a gym locker room as a guy in front of all the other old guys and just fucking slinging out your heavy duty meat and like throwing it on the fucking dude. I'm John Fetterman's biggest fan. Dude. Okay. So here's a here's another thing that's been going on recently. Let's let's oh, just watch yeah, this video. Yeah, let's I just let's not watch it. Let's just talk about it quickly. Because it's it is an hour and fifteen minutes in. Well, what do you mean? I mean it's not oh, like, oh, we're an hour and 15 yeah. minutes. I was like, the two-minute video, Mike. No, 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 no. I don't think we should watch a video right now. I do think that, essentially, real quick uh, thing, Mr. Beast built, wa- built wells in Africa and uh, left us a big mad about it because they uh, hate seeing people help people of their own money. They want to steal your money and do it. So, yeah. Yeah, you. that's that's really the... They, that, hate, pr- they hate productive people. They hate productive people. They hate good people. They hate every... Communism hate is when you beautiful. take... Yeah, I want to, I like communism. All communists are fat and ugly, and also all communists are depressed. And I think I was telling, I said this in the last show. I think all the depressed communists that always talk about, oh, I'm depressed. Oh, my life sucks. Act on that. Like, either do something that's going to be really funny or do something that's, you know, like reducing the problem. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Uh,. You want to call it here? Or you got any more stuff you want to bring? I up mean, I'm just, I'm just here for Fettermania, my guy. I Dude, mean, this guy back. gives us so much content. We're back. We're so Fetter. I'm gonna Fetterman? design. I'm, I'm gonna design a poster for the show with John Fetter. Like when I, I just got Adobe Creative Cloud, and so I need to learn how to use it, and then I'm going to make my, I'm gonna make some beautiful posters for the show. I'm gonna look up the location of all of the Wegmans and see if there's, because I am so, I'm like upset we need an answer used... to this before we close the show out i'm upset that he used that he fucking used uh all right let's find out wegman's see locations i'm gonna look oh, all my... over okay the fuck there's the only the closest wegman's to him is where the fuck is this oh it's in penn state there's a wegman's at penn state is Penn State in Pennsylvania? Yes, there are also a lot of there are a lot more Wegmans here. I just don't know why they haven't Wegmans. There's several in Buffalo. Yep, I know about that. There's <laughs> there's a few in DC. We're back. That's the way we'll drain the swamp. We're back, dude. We're so back. We're, we're so Barack. There's there's one in Wilkesbury, the fuck that's insane. What's um, a Wilkesbury? Well, Pennsylvania. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> There's the Lyle Av one. The Lyle Av Wegmans. Don't. It's, it's, I don't think you'll ever be coming up to Rochester, but please, I beg you, don't go to the Lyle Av uh, Wegmans. That's in the hood. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, Weg... Wegmans. I need to... Yeah, okay, there we go. There's There's more... I need to I need to do a deeper search now because I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Why why are they? <laughs> he he's not even near Pittsburgh. Fetterman this, has appropriated your culture, my guy. Fetterman is a pro- oh my god! I'm gonna fucking something really funny is gonna happen at Fetterman's candidacy if he keeps doing this. Well, Lorenzo, while you plan that out, where can the people find you? Uh, so. Um, find me on Twitter at prog underscore enjoyer seven, uh, Instagram, Lorenzo underscore Silvio. What do I say after that? Every time? No politics. That's good right, job. <laughs> uh, I was also on a show so this morning, uh, like black flag show or whatever. I was on it this morning. If you want to go see me on it, we talked about Rome. Um, it's more niche, but if you want to see it, you can. Uh, um, what else? Check uh, out Pulse Weaver. Yeah, check out Pulse Weaver. That's my band. Uh, links are in the description. All right, David, where can they find you? Um, as always, you can find me at Real David B J R for for Junior, and you can find me there for on both on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Uh, I'm going to post more on Instagram once I get this Adobe stuff going so I can create some sick graphics about Austrian economics and all that fun jazz. Um, as always, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, because that's apparently still a thing, uh, Stitcher, because apparently that's also still a thing, and on YouTube. Go and search up Every Week is Chaos and check out the last episodes as well as any other in our catalog. We don't we don't hide any of them. We're, we don't have enough of an audience to justify making a paywall. Um, so check those out. Uh, as always, leave a good review, like, subscribe, uh, five star review, all that fun jazz. Did you do the Mises one? Where oh did yeah, and we it, did that it, earlier. It's... I mean, we did it earlier. But as always, if you want some great Austro Libertarian books, you can go to the Mises Institute, uh, Mises.org, and you can go and use promo code BRADY Brady at checkout to get a good ten percent off on your bookstore. Make make our friend Joe's life a little bit more difficult. So yeah, I mean that that's what that's what I've got. So Lorenzo, any any parting words for our for our gang? Fetterman, Fetterman, if you come for fucking Wegmans again, there will be a reckoning on this country. There I got my reckoning. fucking eyes on you. Hugs and kisses, bitches. We out. <laughs>